0: fucking dude! hello welcome back to another <laughs> muscle in the hustle podcast tony just says do you want to do do you want to do the intro as if i always do look he's flex your, your arm's getting smaller kid uh we're back we're live banger it's raining it's not raining in dubai dubai, dubai <laughs> it rains two days a year so it's definitely not yeah, raining here anyway. there we go that's the life we're living guys if this is a life lesson for anybody become an online coach become a become a hashtag fat bro <laughs> Don't become a PT. <laughs> you'll be That's getting. It. You'll be getting up at <laughs> half five in the morning to go train clients in the rain.
1: And for anybody listening, they know my TikTok's been getting tons and tons of stick. Did you see the video that went viral for me because of it, Mikey?
0: Uh, sure, I sure was. I left you
1: twenty comments yesterday. It did not even get one <laughs> raise do you obviously not it's you but that one and how many does it have now the one so somebody gave me a load of stick and i replied it now it's got two hundred fifty five thousand views and I, i'm not joking my entire on the tiktok is built off that one video now What is it's it's the you somebody me give me shit about wearing blanciagas to the gym i can't I see this video out. so if you scroll yeah on my news feed if you scroll down it is probably about fuck it's a good 10 down maybe on the left it's the very left you'll see it it's on. many views is good 255.7k so 2550 sorry sorry two hundred fifty thousand. 000 can see that eh? but anyway somebody's just giving me shit and i just replied to it and then somehow in the comments they're all fucking killing each other people saying joe don't be disrespecting somebody what they were in the shoes people are giving me shit about wearing fake shoes and because i i came on and just said like this person's giving me shit I wore deer shoes to the gym and I goes, These shoes are twenty quid. Yeah, you, like, you must have had this from me. So hilarious. But uh
0: um, no, I was going through your comment section yesterday when I had a wee bit of spare time. It was uh riveting. It's,
1: it's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. I was replying to, to I was
0: replying to some people who wanted advice on your unfitness.
1: <laughs> I know, but it fucking hear the like see for anybody that's interested there the is a lot of people like, who
0: is uh like the one with the the extra inch the extra two inches on the chest press like a lot of people like loved that one like they were like fucking that's actually class i never thought of that because everybody struggles with uh the pin loaded chest press
1: yeah and getting the extra range but the thing yeah. is like it shows you though if you give your value you get so back like for example like i'm doing it i think it's five five mm. weeks now this is <sighs> yeah this is week five and i went from 700 followers to 4700 roughly so like i know that's fuck all but it would, in the terms of marketing like and i know tiktok followers aren't worth as much but they will convert across eventually. but it's one of the things where there is just growth in it and it's a very interesting platform do you see facebook's rebranding to, to, to meta or something
0: i think that's a parent company the whole company
1: like the, like the, i don't the, think, I think
0: i think facebook the platform is still going to be facebook it's just um instagram is not going to be owned by facebook it's going to be owned by meta as far as i as far as i know he was on gonna moving a, the company no they're just they're just changing the name of the parent company so facebook doesn't own everything the app is still called facebook it's just facebook as a company is changing its name to meta I, I, he was chatting some shit last night on fucking
1: there's obviously a reason he's got advised for it it's something to do with the fact that no he's he, yeah, he's
0: again. starting this 2d 3d fucking thing and he doesn't want to it's going to be called facebook as well and i think he's just he just not want everything called facebook i think i, that, I, I was listening him, but he, he bores the
1: fucking tears out of me yeah i couldn't he's i think as well in big not them big companies but they get a lot of like this is sort of diving into the topic for the week for anybody wants they get a lot of this cancel culture like they have to be so careful what they say they're monitoring everything now This well, internet bullying stuff as well there's just so much where the, I'm going to be honest if you ran one of these social media things yes you're making a fortune but to some of the stuff people be coming to you with you'd be like Jesus Christ well like, Facebook probably interested?
0: went the opposite direction and they, they started to control free speech so if mm. anybody posted anything like their opinion about Covid you were getting shadow banned if anybody posted their opinion about uh, yeah. like I said one time that uh, what do you call him Tommy what do you call the boy the head of BLM movement Whatever his name is I don't know. Your your man is the the racist in England. ISIS would be good if he was dropped into the IRC from a helicopter. And I got banned and for two that's weeks.
1: That's it though. Like I remember I got banned from Instagram I think it's one of them things whereas if if it's even on TikTok, I've been banned twice on TikTok and I'm only on it five weeks, though. Like I'm not joking. If you say anything yeah. where you stitch somebody in a video and they report you, you're you're literally they don't even just they don't even review it. You're just banned. Well they created they created days.
0: that where you reply to someone's video And give your opinion on it But then as soon as you do that That's seen as harassment and bullying But that's short, what it's to do with And then there's a guy <laughs> I don't know if you ever come across this on TikTok But it, like I've never played Call of Duty in my life But there's a guy who's got a TikTok uh, Channel that's huge And he, he's talking Playing Call of Duty And the stuff he says to human beings is wild And He is never going to strike against himself
1: I think that's because it has to be that when they report you it needs yeah. to be so like something it needs to be somebody who's like the person reporting you said about them like yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, you're yeah, yeah. But, but I think it's this this thing like me like we watched the we watched the Dave Chappelle show so there's this whole thing on Netflix if anybody knows about it where Dave Chappelle which is a com- comedian he's been around a fucking lifetime and, comedian, don't I, huh? I can barely sit <laughs> there I've got a fucking I think I've got a hairball on my throat and hey, check anyway, out so Phillips, this whole it? thing for anybody that doesn't know him he's a comedian and practically his entire sort of sketch is always a bit like on the line it's it's quite it's not racist it's like it's it, like he would give the he would give white people a bit of guff. but the thing is like i watch it and i'm laughing because it's hilarious because the last one was quite leaning towards like tr- transgender people like no it was quite on the line where you're going fuck there was some things that he says that you're sort of like right i've been sort of thinking that like i i would sort of agree with this but you couldn't say it don't because you'd be caught to bits but it's one of these things where it, there's obviously a massive kick-up in the lbgtq community i think I don't think I'm not, being, I'm not even being funny I think that is the right amount of letters I don't know if there's uh, more out there's now. probably more added. it's early enough on a, on a Friday it's probably there's probably more <laughs> there's quite a lot now uh, I have no problem and I think you are walking a fine nine minutes but at the same time like immediately there's massive kick up and like even sure in the show he goes look I'm not transphobic like, if anything I have a problem with white people and I was actually, like, laughing my balls off at that because I was like, he goes, like, if you've been listening to me for the last 20 years, you know I don't have a problem with transgender people, I have a problem with white people and he's turning around the show yeah. going like, like that's a movement going well, he goes like he says openly, like he's like, We're out here in Detroit getting shot by policemen. And he goes, Yet if you're transgender, it's all huggy doy, their movement's going great. Like uh, how have they got that much he turned around and he goes, like, how have they got that much progress in five years? And he goes, Some of us are still getting treated like slaves, and it's funny. It's yeah. actually generally you're sort of laughing because <sighs> if you do look at it in the world, like you would get you probably would actually get more stick right now for giving Sony abuse about being a transgender then maybe their race joe i know that sounds nuts but it is sort of like that and it's it's just cancel culture it's one of the things where you're like if anything what's nice is it actually brings it to the forefront it's more awareness but yet there's a there's rats outside fucking netflix fucking there's protests and people quit their jobs I think the cancel culture is just so, so heavy. Like, it's just too much. Like, in my opinion, like, I don't know. See, me the problem is, I would love somebody to be on here to kind of argue. Us. So, if you are listening, you're sort of like, it, it, I wouldn't mind sort of debating that. Yes, I agree with it. But I think a large majority of people, and this is not me being funny, it, a large majority of people actually do feel like it's too much. Like, you literally can't get away with even dark humor. You can't get away with anything without offending somebody. Now, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, well, it's almost, it's like, do you know what I mean? It's too much. Well,
0: the other thing is, people, Dave Chappelle is a comedian, so he says stuff for comedic value. And in, all, in all respect, He's when he's on stage, he's acting. What he says yes, exactly. as an actor, as a comedian, isn't what he entails and lives by in, in real life. You better believe, right? Dave Chappelle may not have even written that joke. Dave Chappelle is a, is a team of writers. But the thing is, that joke would have passed through... 20 filters by the time it got to the
1: Stage, stage. Yeah,
0: And he may have looked at that and went Right, this joke can either go one or two ways It can get a laugh or it can go viral Let's tweak it up Let's make it more hardcore And It is a joke It's not like It seems as when Shane Gillis got cancelled from Saturday Night Live Because of uh, he said a few like Racist homophobic jokes in the past But he said them as as like a dirtier comedian And then he became A cleaner comedian Like I've I've been to a lot of comedy shows And some of the jokes Were very Were very very close On to, the line On the line But I took it as He's a comedian He doesn't like It's not as if he's walking out In the street And saying that to a random Trans girl Walking down the street The other thing Of with, with, with Dave Chappelle Is Dave Chappelle Has always said Like his his biggest Enemy is white people His two best friends Are Joe Rogan and what do you call them um, they comedian, two white fellas But The cancel culture thing is It's got It's given people It's given people notoriety And given people uh, power Who will never have power In anything in their lives And that's yes, thats the problem I have with it We went through it a long time ago In a venue that I worked at We done a, a Valentine's um, A Valentine's special thing where the staff picked pictures I think I've talked about this before Staff picked pictures, we put it up And it was like a Take me out sort of thing, messing about um, And the staff picked their own pictures And another member of staff wrote the Wrote the taglines And the taglines were run past the member staff in question Every single time The only difference was The girls get to write their own taglines that, the, that was the thing We had a feminist group we had a counselor, and we had another person contact us to say we take it down because that's bullying. We explained to them that the girls wrote their owns. Everybody picked their own pictures. No. Yeah. They're still bullying. You're like, how can the how can you bully yourself? No, it's bullying. It's a uh, gender thing, whatever. And you're like, no, but you don't understand. The people wrote their own things. They're talking about themselves. They picked their own picture. I don't care. And see. That was the getting to is, the point where these are people that will never have a power over other people or trying to flex and get their opinion. If, without social media, there'd be no cancel culture.
1: Yeah, prime example. See, as you say this, it's like, we all know this. See, whenever you get a job and you're a teenager or you're just starting in your 20s and you get a job and somebody in the supervisor, somebody gets a, a promotion from like a normal full-time worker to a supervisor or a supervisor or manager, and they just take this power trip. Yeah. Because... And all of a sudden, fucking the sh- the store goes into like fucking hundred miles an hour. Now, and this does not happen to everybody, but it, you'll see it with certain individuals. We will all know somebody like this, and they get one inch of par and they take a mile because, as you said, there. Whenever you're lacking something in all over areas of your life, whenever you get it in one place, you want to try and make up for it. It's like, yeah, so like if you have no no control over anything else and you're getting this little bit of par, you almost you won't realize it but it's actually like probably an insecurity or a complex and that you see this with people all the time and then you you sort of analyze it but it's it's exactly as you said it's just a power trip and i think yeah it comes it comes down to that as well but it's validating people's
0: opinions like like no offense my opinion on trans people does not count i have i have no i have no fucking i have no right to have an opinion on it trans people have a right to have their fun have a right to dress what they want do what they want have all the fucking operations in the world call themselves what they want. I have no opinion because I don't deserve to have an opinion on it. No, if no, someone call if someone calls a trans, it's not the room, If someone calls a trans person like <clears throat> something derogatory in my, you no know, to them in my presence. i would probably say to them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, because I and as a as just a normal person, I hate people trying to have make people have a bad day. But that's the same as if they were saying it to a white person, a skinny person, a fat person, a person with short yes. legs, a person with no calves, you know, a person with their top off in Dubai. at this the minute. Is
1: exactly this is, this is exactly what I was going to say. I'm not even, like, what's it going to start going to where you can't comment on somebody's height? Like, yeah, Joe. Like, look, see when sooner you flick through TikTok and oh. use, I don't know or anything. There's always digs. There's always like, you know, people will be like, there's these videos going around now of girls being like, oh, I've got somebody to talk to, and it's like he's 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 tall he's this like what am i gonna write underneath the video what the fuck why is he short like uh, shut the fuck up but like, it's like it, not, like old it's just, school
0: it's nuts old school you'll know like everybody knows a person called wee man everybody knows a person about big man a boy a bit bigger oh big man how's it going is that gonna be yeah. is that gonna be fuck I- here lad don't be bullying me I or, bumped into
1: Harry, Joe Hattie I bumped into him yesterday Joe, third in the world, Mr. olivia And I was just like, right, big man, but what do you think? He's gonna turn around and go, Oh, that's fucking. Well, you saying that because not I'm own. not as big as I normally am. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Man? Like it's I think the cancer culture, in my honest opinion, is I'm just gonna be straight, all right. It's fucking ridiculous, though. Like some of the shit that is like people will be kicking off fuss by I'm like, right, you, fair enough, but to some extent you have to have a fucking bit of love and give like in the farce there's all our humour talk to help you through it and I think as yeah. well see the more serious the topic is the more you're gonna like Frankie Boyle used to be coming out with fucking jokes about 9-11 and all like that is touch and go but at the same time if it it's it's just one of the things where you can understand why people are taking it but I just think it's, it's one of these things that's starting to get too much runway and it's literally like know you if you're out, or like if you're not yeah. even out, see if you're see if you were in in the public eye. Like you literally can't say not Like prime example. This is so somebody wrote in. Somebody wrote in one of my Q and As. They're going, uh, "Do fat burners work?" And I put up a thing going about three or four weeks ago. Do you remember this? And I put up yeah. going, "Yeah, I put up going, yeah, they do if they're illegal No, they don't if they're not legal." Someone says you're t- t- telling
0: t- telling your clients to take illegal substances.
1: You're telling people <sighs> on the there to take illegal substances, and then fucking about six months ago, I put up that no, do you get X? Of men or women and all of a sudden a couple of that, yeah, people wrote people wrote in going fucking when the girls' private parts hang out like a donor kebab. And I put up a story of me and my mum just joking around having laughed at it like just literally uh, his mum read that one and all of a sudden I'm not joking. I got fifty feminists straight to me. They like, were going enough. back they after that father they, they one. Follow me. Uh, they, they, no, yeah, they no, they're not even that. They had commented before this. Like, I mean that was shared in the see People that weren't even following me, I was getting tagged and stuff on Facebook and all. This is yeah. what, who you are and all. You'll be found out. And I was going, what the fuck? And then see the next snap. It was when the lads got a right angle dick. And yet, you know what? I didn't get tagged in anything then. And there was more females writing to me laughing about that. But you know what the beauty is? See, as much as like women think, all right, well, we're standing up for women doing that, and men stand up for me. like the amount of people that wrote to me going, thank fuck you weren't afraid to post this. I'm so sick of everybody taking everything to heart. Yeah, like i honestly think see the more and we've went through this the more of a snowflake you are and the more you're offended by things the more you need to harden the fuck up because you can't control what somebody says to you and then all of a sudden if you're getting emotional based off what somebody else says or thinks you are completely in state unstable like you're letting somebody else completely dictate how you feel at any given point like if i walk up to you and i go to you you're a scruffy looking fuck mickey yeah. and all of a sudden that ruins your day yeah. Or just somebody turns turn around and goes you're a short square head cunt tony i'd be like yeah, don't give a fuck. I've been called that before, every fucking time, Joe, you're laughing your balls off here. But it's one of them things where all of a sudden you're all. That's offended.
0: what I get. You of my phone ass.
1: If I walk up and I go, "Look, you're transgender," <laughs> and the person goes, "Oh," and I'm go, Joe, like if the yeah. person is transgender, I'm just stating a fucking fact. It's like it's just one of them things where obviously I wouldn't do that. And as you said, you're not doing it to make anybody feel bad, but it's one of them things where it's just too. It's it actually angers me how. Cause but you have same, see means-
0: most of the same people still listen to Eminem music and Travis Scott well Drake's not too bad but Drake's derogatory enough to women cause a lot of hoes hoes you know they're still fucking champion these people and, I was
1: watching Russia or they were there and oh Chris no Tucker, it
0: could never be made now like
1: took- <laughs> yeah like he turns around and goes uh, i'm chinese and he goes no you're black and he goes i'm black and he's baby and i was like if you said that now uh, you'd be sh- you'd be gone down yeah. in the fucking street yeah but see the funny thing is like i was laughing my balls for that because that humor's long gone yeah like if anybody's ever watched uh always sunny in philadelphia
0: well probably guess if you haven't watched it watch it soon because it is going to disappear off the face of the earth and it is the most—it's the funniest show you'll ever watch. But don't go to, don't watch it and try to be offended because you will be offended every episode. But it's absolutely hilarious. But it will disappear because there's no way they can keep that on air or on Netflix. Um yeah, I mean, But yeah, as you you hit the nail in the head. It's it's offended people go out of their way to be offended now. Like working on <clears throat> when I was working the film sets over COVID, I watched people be offended every day. I I, I watched one of the nicest older fellas on set said the word guys to a group but you knew what he meant, he meant guys is a cloak real term and this girl literally flipped the fucking lid, tried to get him sacked like actually went out of her way spent a full day trying to speak to people in power to get him sacked and then because she couldn't get him sacked then she started going right you need to send him to uh, these training things and they are like what the fuck, fuck are you on about We've got 21 weeks to shoot a motion picture here, and you want to send a very important person on set to a fucking training program about how to speak to people. In the, the group, there was like six fellas, maybe three gears, and he goes, hey, guys, you- good morning, guys, and then walk past them, and she went, oh, who, who are you talking to?
1: How weird would it be if he turned around and goes, good morning, people? Like... It's one of them things where I think as well. Like if that had been like, see if uh, this has happened to me before, where say there's you and say like three women, and yeah. somebody goes, "Ladies, your tables over here." I don't turn around and go, "Excuse me." Uh, I sort of laugh and go, "Yeah, that's me." Do you know, like I'll actually like, right. actually get a giggle out of it because I'm like, I'm the only. It's not like in any way offending me because I know I I know I'm not a woman. So if you go d- if you me. go
0: down to Cork, if you're a man, woman, jail, you're a lad alright lads, all right lads. It doesn't matter who you are. If you go to get a table and you're a group of girls, you're right lads. Come on. And they like people on Cork aren't getting offended that well. I'm sure there's a couple like, but it's just it's got that point now where people are offended, but they've got a platform to be offended on. That's the issue. And now then, as as you said,
1: they they have these wee
0: groups and these wee clicks and they share the links and they're like, yeah, go after Tony McAlevey, go after him, and they go after people and they don't. Sometimes they don't even have the full answer, but they're going after people wrongly, and they're going after you no. Know, it's fucking. I just you know. But the other thing, and we have said it before, you can't you can't be cancelled if you don't want to be cancelled, because at the end of the day, most of these people's opinions do not matter. Their opinions will never matter. That's the way they go, and they get so spirited about certain things because they want their opinion to be matter. They want to, they want to be a martyr for the cause but in, in honesty like who the fuck cares like like Dave Chappelle still on Netflix
1: yeah and I think as well the Netflix like owner turned around and was like way to support comedians and their rights as well but then he did come out
0: afterwards and say maybe I got it slightly wrong because it did lose staff over it but it's artistic direction no if that's the case hip hop will not exist Tony's in a bit of housekeeping that's me um, but yeah hip hop uh, hip hop will be totally cancelled
1: it's just one of them things where anything can be fucking taken the wrong way and it's just that middle ground where you have to turn around and go right well where do we draw the line here is everything offensive or is nothing offensive and I think I always just roll with the idea of like you can be offended but I love isn't it Ricky Gervais that says a quote about this isn't it probably says something about it it's like I forget the exact quote. I want to actually get it up. I think it's something like, I made a joke. You just personally, you've just taken it personally. It's not directed at you. I uh,
0: uh, Yeah.
1: What is it? There's a certain, uh, there's a certain thing that I've seen online. I'm going to have to read it out because it actually is, I think maybe a video. I've got uh, it here. You got it. What's it say?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a different one. But no, that's the one. That's not the one. You're oh, afraid. here it is here. I've got it.
1: Just just uh, because
0: you're offended doesn't mean you're right. That one
1: yeah it's, it says something like <clears throat> and it says where are we here i want people to stop saying that joke is offensive you should say you find it offensive because you've got your own emotions that is all it is and <clears throat> realistically that is it's like to find something offensive it has to trigger you yeah and that's all it is but it's whenever you are triggered by something it usually settles in like a day and i actually You're, think she's like,
0: like you know what i'm gonna say your budgie smugglers trigger me, trigger me
1: that's it though but it's one of the things where you have to turn around and go when you, you know, stop right, wearing them well, why am i Why? Why? yeah exactly why am i offended by this because realistically whenever you whenever you break it down it, it's it's it, it's you it's your emotions it's your true it's like when somebody comments something if it really angers me on my instagram like i have to look at myself and go right well why deep down is that anger me is that true yeah i feel like that is that an insecurity it's like whenever somebody's writing shite on my tiktok like see when people are writing underneath them and hilarious and all in the blanciaga comments going you must keep your rides in your high heels like i was actually laughing at that
0: i thought well at least that's a bit creative and they're doing it to make you laugh you know they're not doing it yeah oh what's your cycle dude they're saying, oh, do you, because no, because clearly you can't hide roids and fucking shoes. So they're doing yeah, it as exactly. as comedic value. There's difference but when even, people are going, oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, like boys, like, no, fella. I've seen a couple of fellas comment on their girls that have done transformations or gotten real good shape, too big, wouldn't want that, wouldn't want my missus to look like that. And you're like, she's fucking not your missus. You probably exactly. don't have a chance with her the girl's actually worked hard and achieved something when well, you what you've achieved is is commenting under a picture telling her that uh, she's no chance of being your missus now i doubt very much she wants fucking some boy that's writing underneath
1: small-minded exactly like yeah. i say that to loads of people that comment on her and like i'm mean, like what is, like i just write straight back and wrote loads and was like what insecurity made you comment i'm just curious like i'm actually writing this to help you figure out what's going on because if they're doing that with me there's some sort of gap or some sort of mental trigger that's annoying them Whether they want to be in shape yeah. wherever they feel it's not possible there's something that's annoying them and that will annoy them for the rest of their life and make them unhappy unless they address that's like prime example do you know as we've said before like if you see somebody rich and it annoys you or you see somebody wealthy and it annoys you the reason that's annoying you is because that's an insecurity so you need to address that it doesn't mean yeah. you need to become fucking wealthy but you need to understand why you're seeing that as an issue um it's trying to get that through as well i think mentally uh so it's just it's just a drawback i think as well like you really have to take into consideration like yeah. if it's just back to that hate thing as well like if you're giving stick on on something like that you have to realize right well what is making me do this because you're not just doing it for the crack you're doing it because you're insecure about something there's something yeah. ticking in the back of your head if you're
0: offended easily there's some, there's a problem somewhere if everything's offending mm. you there's an issue somewhere you need to address right. that issue or you're just gonna go through life being a dick, and nobody likes oh. a dick, like.
1: No, unless you're me. Yeah, Joked. I was gonna say, I was <laughs> gonna say like I was gonna say a prostitute <laughs> or something, but prostitutes probably do <laughs> like cock. They've probably seen too much of it, and they like, oh, fuck us. Nah, they're bored of it. It'll be the same as if you were like a chef,
0: like a, house, a, cleaner a, yeah, a house cleaner with a yeah
1: house cleaner or a brush. <laughs> like, um, fuck this, same old wooden <laughs> shitty thing. This
0: old same old brush. Eh? They're all the same doesn't matter what length they are they're all the same
1: (laughs) oh that sounds like a cop out in my book alright
0: we've got a couple of questions
1: oh baby we'll start with the big one. we've got a question
0: for you, a question for me and then a question for both of us we have a question regarding obesity this is from this is from I want to say Michael Dock is he a PT? yeah Client yeah, Client coach, yeah, coach. Is uh, uh, obesity addiction or can the, can they be under control you No, know, is it in, is it a real addiction or is it something that people can't control What's well, our views on it He says he's oh, seen a lot of fuck. things in the news about it lately um, And he just wants to get our cut in it Let's get you cancelled Tony He said that's it, it on the BBC canceled. news at the minute Um he's looking me
1: to like answer this and then to take my to take my coaching off me because I'll <laughs> get fucking cut uh, personally it's just a bad habit in my honest yep. opinion like it's just a, a, a number of bad behavioural habits I don't really know if I'd say like it technically can be an addiction to some extent but like it all starts with you losing control and that's still your fault it's just like as much as people will hate to say this like i got got deaf on instagram before but this absolute death from anybody that has a a gambling addict in their house or anybody that's got drug problems in their house i mean they just bombarded me on instagram fucking mickey this must be maybe right the time i met you i put up a post before saying like it all starts with saying no like if you have a problem with something like i had problems with drugs and like you, I can't shift the blame on that and say, you know, oh, that's such and such fault for selling me them. I'm fucking buying them. I was yeah. the one who started with the first one. Now, fair enough, if, you've, if you're if you a hooker in fucking Thailand, you're getting something injected in you're lying there in the bed. Like, that's not that right. Fair enough. But yeah. if you're in the Holy Lands or you're floating around Belfast and you're buying pills, you've, you've bought the first one. You've bought the first bag of coke. Yeah. You might have a small addiction, but you're the one making the decision. You're the one who made the initial decision. So for me, if you went overweight, it's just the same as me. Like, if, Say, for example, I start taking loads of rides. I can't turn around in three years and go, oh, I have an addiction. I fucking talk them. Yeah. yeah, 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 I start I started, it, but it's just because it's this, like, feel sorry for me. Whereas, for example, you would never hear that. You would never hear somebody turn around and go, oh, I'm addicted to steroids. Yeah. That's so grim. Feel sorry for me? No, because, like, you just wouldn't have it. It's the same with, like, addictions to like making money and stuff joe i think those yeah. you'd sort of pick your poison for me you're always going to pick up some good habits some bad habits but well it's all great it, at the re- end of the day it is it's
0: all a smidgen of greed doesn't matter if it's alcohol it's, drugs food money
1: i think yeah i agree it's bad behaviors and then you've let it get out of hand. but i feel like it's still it's your fault and i i as much as i don't like saying it like I feel like the addiction word, it's not a cop-out, but it's one of these things where you're almost shifting the blame, and I hate that can take you longer to get out of now. I've never personally had an addiction, so I don't know when people can correct me, but I feel like the more you own up to it, the more you take responsibility, the quicker you can change. Whenever you fully own up to something, you change a lot quicker, whereas uh, for me, it's that sort of thing of, oh, like I emotionally eat. Like Yes, you emotionally eat, and yes, emotions is causing you, but... The fucking emotions don't pop out and start force feeding you shit. To yeah, it. Like, well, that
0: that's that's kind of what the way I'm I'm thinking of it. Like, yeah. so I've struggled with it, and I do struggle with
1: it. So, You're I, somebody better talk about it. Actually, right, so
0: it's hundred percent not an addiction, and it's not an addiction for me, and it's not an addiction for most people I know. It is a habit. It's a poor habit. It's a lazy habit, and it's a consecutive run of days with bad habit and bad decisions. At any day. I can make the decision to meal prep for the day after and that will get me one day of better eating Or any consecutive day I can go right I'm not eating this I'll eat this instead That's a better choice There is a control Um. Now that's my opinion on it I know that's opinion of a lot of people that I know that is in the same boat That you can, I'm not saying you can, f- you can flick a switch when it comes to eating
1: um, you, you're in a, you're in a good position. What I like about you commenting on this rather than me is, yes, I've been slightly heavy, but you actually have had a lot of weight on at some stage. So yeah. you've been there mentally, physically. So yeah. if somebody turned around to you and said, "Well, you don't know what it feels like," you can go shut the fuck up. I probably yeah. weighed more than you.
0: Yeah, I know, I know exactly what it feels like. Um, and it's not, it's not, it's a hundred percent not an addiction. The only people that I've ever seen, this to get me cancer, I don't care. Um, the it. only people that I that I've heard called an addiction is the really lazy lazy people who are the same people who is the why always me no? oh I'm yes. too obese to have a job I have fucking 10 kids I need a bigger house I'm on the dole I've gotten every benefit in the world it's not my like, fault and you're like well it is your fault you know you're making these choices daily like like I make poor food choices daily and that's just uh, hands to God I make poor food choices daily when I flick the switch and I get back to clean eating I make good choices daily it's, it's just like that shit. that's the way it is and the good choices and the poor choices are normally side by side in the shop they're normally there yeah. You're looking at it going I can have Even if it's something like I can have the double Twix Or the double fucking Snickers Or I can have the single Snickers Do you need the double Snickers? Probably not Take the single Snickers Coke, Diet Coke They're sitting fucking right there in front of you Pick the Diet Coke yeah. You know It's so simple There's alcohol yeah, free good. There's alcohol stuff Alcohol is be- a different thing for me I can see why people get Dependent on alcohol because they get down a slippy slope and it's hard to get back up because there's a dependent on it. There's not, same with you know, drugs. Same with drugs. There's not a dependent on fucking KFC and McDonald's. You don't become dependent on McDonald's. You don't get the DTs. You don't get the shakes. <laughs> yeah. It's not fucking... It's not doing what alcohol does, Dean. It's not doing what drugs do, do It's not, yeah. you know, and people are... There's are,
1: not a rehab center for... Well, maybe I, there's a rehab center for weight loss. Oh, there is,
0: I, because there's money to be made. There's fucking money yeah, to be made. Do you think it's called fucking Weight Watchers and it's called fucking Herbalife yeah, fuck and all that shit. you hear
1: this. There used to be a boy that we used to go to for fire calls, right? And probably shouldn't be saying this, but fuck it. It used to be up near the Springfield Road whenever I worked there, right? Yeah. And we used to, we used to know the address because he used to come in maybe once every three, four weeks. You just know, you know the address. You know who it is. It's Kilo Kevy. God rest his soul. Now he's dead. Uh, right. And this is me being honest. That's what that's what we used to that's what we used to call him. And that's Kilo Kev? Because he weighed... I think he weighed 47 stone, mates. That's taken out I mean, the front window of the living room to get him out if he died. Bingo. Exactly. Yeah. So he taken out the front... Take, he, I think he had to get taken out the window. So the thing is, we used to get called, and this is just me being honest, when he when he fell out of bed. That's what we used to get called for.
0: You had to get the windshield?
1: You used, used, used to take... No, it used to take two fire pumps and it used to take eight of us lifting them. Eight. Um, the thing is, see, at any Jesus. stage, if there's a house fire nearby you're getting a five minute slower response time five to six minutes because we're there so the thing was it was a case of like getting now we're talking i'm just being straightforward as fuck and i would i it always just made me so curious to like one yes how he got here but because he couldn't move who the fuck is feeding him so how is he cleaning his feeding. ass he doesn't he just lies in his shite and then oh nurse comes stop in mate see when we used to win we used to wear masks and i'm not joking it was like literally going it was nuts and it's just me being straight though like it's one of these things where like that's where i can sort of see right well he's went yeah. so far down one yeah. way that's probably starting to go towards the addiction route yeah well it's, it's laziness it though, starts he, with
0: laziness i think mine yeah, like, starts with laziness anybody he, i know starts with laziness
1: he probably started though at the same time like with wrong decisions. And I think it's like a couple of wrong decisions and before you know it, it snowballs and then it gets out of hand. And then that's where you start going, oh, it's an addiction or it's a problem. But that all started with him overeating at some stage. Even if your parents fed you from a young age and it's in your behaviors, it's still down to you. That's just like saying, just because your mom and dad's an alcoholic, you have to be, you don't. It's There's more tendency, there's more chance. Yeah, uh, but it's it's that sort of trade off of like right. I can see why people do it, and it's not me saying that it's wrong or that's saying it's wrong. It's just as everything, it's like opinion. Everybody's got one. Yeah, uh, it's just a very interesting topic. I think that's a lot more in depth than mean you what's nice is that i come from a point of where i've seen it you've actually probably well you haven't yeah. been 44 stone but you bit you, it's nice to get a view on it but yeah. i do feel like there is some level of emotional addiction to it there well
0: I there's the sh- hit. there's the sugar hit there's the sugar addiction yeah, yeah but it's also it's, it there's that so many synthetics that fucking mimic sugar now like coke zero feels sugar more sugary than normal coke yo just fucking do yeah. that there's all these skinny sauces use them and make things sweet as fuck sugar-free sweet chilies and all that it does come down to well the other, the other thing is a lot of it happens because food that's bad fees normally cheaper that's the sad reality yeah. i don't know how that's even possible fresh food that comes out of the ground is more expensive than food that's went through 20 processes i don't know how that is even possible that shouldn't be possible Something like a carrot That comes out Straight out of the ground A bag of carrots Should not be more expensive Than <clears throat> fucking Turkey Twizzlers
1: <laughs> So Right fill, fill me in what's next Because we're going to go on For days here
0: uh, This is a quicker one This, must, this was this this one actually came from The Muscle Mentors podcast I take it Because i listen listened to this podcast Is training to failure lazy When it's programmed by Coaches Is it a lazy cop out Oh just go train to failure, train to failure, to failure, to failure, to failure.
1: So, the reason that I actually do try and tell the majority of my clients to go to failure, and this is me being honest, it's not, in my opinion, the reason I do it is because if I was with you in the gym and said, let's hit failure, the failure you would hit with me beside you would be completely different to the failure you hit by yourself. I would say, majority of people, and this is me being dead straight, hit failure in their normal training routine. Say you're training five yeah. this week all year, maybe like a handful of times on, on on a handful of movements. Like you're very rarely like if you're doing leg press, failure isn't where you're re-racking the weight and that's it. Failure is where the weight is coming down on fucking top of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 one of these things where if you're in the hack squat, you're you're not getting the last rep. You, on the quad extension, failure isn't whenever you don't get up to the top. Failure is like proper muscular failure is whenever, see, whenever you go to kick the quad extension pad, yeah, uh, you can't even move. It doesn't move from the bottom position. It does, it's not that you don't get a full rep. That's not failure. Failure is when you can't move it. So the reason I write failure is because if I brought ten people in their room, right, ten of my clients in their room, you yeah. probably get one that could hit failure on uh, on a, a piece of equipment. And it's not a case of oh, he's a hardcore comp. It's because everybody's intensity training it's like prime example if i get a high level athlete that moves to me say yeah. i get a tyrone player or somebody that's on it their intensity in their sets is probably going to be higher than yeah. fucking t- tina the mom of two that's never trained in her life fucking tina. and this is just me being honest this is just me being straight it's not that anything's wrong with that. there's nothing wrong with her training like that there's nothing wrong with him training like that but the problem is if i tell her to train the two reps in reserve she's probably gonna leave it with seven in the tank yeah
0: yeah no de- yeah. definitely like people's failures people think failure is going to be the bar is going to come down and crush your head whereas other people failure is the bar stuck on your fucking
1: chest and you just can't get it off yeah like i would say females probably train closest to failure in glutes men probably train closest to failure in arms you usually will see that but i do get why that like joe coaches me to to train reps and reserve like he'll actually say that like for example i'm doing a five week block now and he's like week one leave two in the tank week two leave one in the tank yeah and then three four and five had failure for three weeks then we deload and i'm like right that's good but there's days there where i'm like me and him have arguments over this and we'd be like but like i feel like that was failure but then at the same time like you know there's more like as much as you're like that was a tough that's set. where like, you
0: would do the like, rest pause
1: yeah like i like for example like i done 50 lunges last week and i done 54 this week and it was to failure last week and i actually did fall over at 50 but see this week i had 54 and it was each it's it's yeah like the thing is like and the thing is i hit 54 this week but it wasn't it wasn't failure it was just sore enough that i was like oh my god i can't do anymore i'm actually using this machine to help you know but i wouldn't count that as close to failure as the week before so i think it's a really walking the line thing what would you say
0: i think i I know where this guy's coming from um and i do think some uh some pts do put that in programming for pure laziness just go down failure 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 in every exercise i don't agree with especially if you're doing say if you're doing you start off your chest press and then you're doing flies down the, in a couple of exercise time i don't think you should go to failure on both chest exercises um in my opinion i don't think i think the if you go to complete real failure on your chest press your flies are going to be dog shit anyway
1: yeah like i think as well like when you rig it down like you'll not be able to bring failure like, oh. I think mentally like you probably get one hour, like see if, see if I go in and I'm hitting legs like for prime example I hit legs yesterday right movement start off adductor seated hamstring curl hack squat I'm going to be honest the hack takes it out of me oh the like, hack fucks you like. the, the hack and then in the quad extension I would say the two axes that I'm almost like right building myself up for the entire set is I'll maybe get one true failure on the seated hamstring curl I'll not get failure on the hack and I'll get failure in quad extension that'll be it here's a, like, here's a tip else, here's
0: a tip for you well it's not for well, you, it's for the listeners uh, This is from me, MQ Fit Pro um, If you want to go to Real failure on your chest Pre-exhaust your triceps first There you go Tony that sounds
1: terrible.
0: They, But that's the only way to do it Because the, your body Certainly knows We're going to have to help this guy So your triceps James, come in So pre-exhaust yeah, create, your triceps yeah, Get it going But have a spotter, yeah. do not do it on your own <laughs>
1: yeah like another way to do it is you'll see people and i actually do this with a lot of my movements and a lot of my programming is i'll train shorten position first so i'll do quad extensions before hack i'll do flies before press and yeah. i'll do uh so well that's Same like a that's like incredible. a pre
0: that's like a pre-exhaustion well. exhaust yeah
1: because yeah. it's harder to fully shorten the muscle and they're not as taxing and then they, yeah. they build up but i actually find i'm not gonna lie when you do that you usually light up pathways you're better warmed up i find like if i was to do no not a quad extension into a hack but see if i don't do a seated hamstring curl into a hack yeah like i don't have my hamstrings fully shortened i never get as much weight in the hack and it's almost like it builds you up intensity wise whereas i find like sometimes if you go in your first movement is like a fucking really heavy bench press like you don't bring the same intensity like your your workouts are better like a a movement or two in but i feel like this isn't a cop out i feel like there's there's a time and place for absolutely everything like telling somebody that's starting the gym to leave five reps in the tank is going to be wank telling a rep and reserve one that's elite and is fucking in the olympics right that's got time and place yeah. So i believe that the muscle mentors and this is my honest opinion i've been to loads of their courses i love their stuff joe coaches most of them i believe that they can be a wee bit overkill on majority of the analyzing analyzing of movements like there's plenty of bodybuilders out there in the world that will not do any of that and uh, look better and be better than any of their clients and it really comes down to a couple of things kneeling your food kneeling your training kneeling your recovery now all this obviously comes into effect too but there is outliers yeah. like some people will need to train to failure every single time to build muscle yeah. there's other people who will never hit failure and look unbelievable you'll all know a bodybuilder that comes in your gym and he trains but he doesn't train as hard as you think he would like i'm out here and some of the boys are massive i'm like you're doing partial reps that's shite intensity there's just tons of volume but you're massive so it's obviously working for you so are the fuck's working for you like obviously the gear and all too but it's that sort of trade-off yeah. of every single person is different so i think with my client approach i always just be straight with them and i always go look i think you should just go to failure and then once i get a couple of form videos if i know this person's a hardcore motherfucker and he's trained to failure and everything like me i will i'll yeah i'll start dropping volume whereas yeah. if if the person i know is given like a not a half if the person's eating tiny reps and time, i'll go look a bit harder and then i'll know if their next block I to give this person more volume because they're not training as hard as yeah. normal. And as time goes on, and they, I think intensity, I think training to failure is a skill. I don't think you can go in day one and nail it. also it takes time. To go
0: the form. A lot of people's form goes to shit, and they're like, "Oh, I got an extra ten reps." There, you are like, "Well, no, you didn't. You are you are fucking <laughs> doing half reps. Yeah. you are fucking swinging the." There is now. There is another thing that I don't know if you programmed this for me. Maybe you did cheat reps.
1: No, I never program cheat reps. Somebody, somebody used to program. Someone
0: used to program cheat reps for me for bicep curls, real heavy cheat reps, and I actually like doing them. But they were like super heavy; can never do a strict rep on them. But I always done cheat reps before doing the end of the end of the actual bicep routine. But yeah, I think that...
1: see, but I think like you have to standardize for my I, I always explain to people like this like if you're doing 10 reps eight reps should seven reps should look perfect eight and nine should be solid enough but maybe not just the thing. and 10 should, you should be shitting like a dog like that's the best way to explain it. like if the last rep's not tough then you haven't went hard enough and that's really it yeah Next.
0: um this one's for me explain the last 18 months i'm sure it was hell yes the last 18 months was a fucking living nightmare um
1: I yeah. think loads of people ask me about that to you, like, go to me, like, how is Ricky surviving? Like, he must literally be eating cat food. Uh,
0: well, no, I, I have had to take on jobs and stuff, um, so that part wasn't too bad, but it was the fact that I had to actually work for, for real um, was tough. But, yeah, the hardest part was um, when something you've been doing for that long, you've dedicated your life to, gets taken away, and no kind of notion of when it's come back. So, yeah. You're just living in hope every day that some fucking asshole like Boris Johnson's gonna go, Yeah, you know what? Go back and play music again. You can have your life back now. But yeah, it was it was tough. It was annoying. You couldn't really you couldn't plan anything. You couldn't live your life because you didn't know when no your actual real life was coming back. You weren't getting support from the government, you weren't getting support from fucking anything except for Arts Council give a grant out, so shout out to the NI Arts Council. Um they were the only people who supported DJs. Um but yeah, but then a lot a lot of the same thing is like you're looking at people like like the McGlones and Marfelt, uh Paul McConnelly and Lurgan, uh the guys down in Quinn's, the McGurs and Sallies you know, and the, all the guys at the Hatfield, the Cassidy family. Like, the bars and the clubs were treated like shite too. And it, them men could have pulled the pin and fucking sold. You know what? You know what? Fuck this. Um, it's not fair name them. The way they were treated was scandalous. And they could have sold up and just went, you know what? I can sell this, make good money and just, you know, live the rest of my life and not have to worry about this bullshit. But they all stuck by it. <laughs> Tony's flexing his muscles. They all stuck by it. And I think... Now that we're opening when well, when this podcast goes out we would we'd have officially opened last night. Um it'd be good to see these people get back where they deserve to be and all the DJs get back where they deserve to be. But yeah, last 18 months was a shit show. Oh. Tough, but, uh, it's, you
1: know, what it does. It shows you the, the importance of like, I'm not just saying this, but like, you had savings, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah,
1: and I bet you're fucking glad you didn't have like, um, like, don't get me wrong, everybody's got expenses, but I'm glad you didn't just all of a sudden ban an audio or, or something very, very high, yeah, outside your means to an extent. Like, it shows you that, like, as much as people say a rainy day fund, like a rainy day fund, the go bag, the, the go bag, the go bag, yeah, like, the yeah, go was,
0: yeah, no, uh, sh- like thankfully it was the first time where i had a bit of financial freedom because you have to remember like even, i went from even march
1: and stuff mate though like uh-huh. the gyms were getting open for four months getting a bit yeah. of money back in and then closed and yes that's shit but yeah. you got like, fuck all you had deadly well i went from
0: march to the end of august without earning a single penny
1: you see me i think that's not like i shit myself whenever because realistically it came to february i had just quit the fire service last day yeah. just, like just after new year's and i literally was like yep gonna go traveling gonna go around live the life on a coach, and fucking lockdown hit and i was like i'm fucked nobody's gonna want to do any coaching in their house now obviously there was a flip in the market people were doing home workouts yeah you still push that you still get results but at the same time you, you, that could have went the exact opposite month, no, it sure. could have went yeah so it's that sort of thing Of, but i would have had enough to do me for the year or two like it's one of the things where well not a year or two but it's one of the things where i would have been able to cope and i think it's that knowing yeah. if shit does hit the fan like w- what is the game plan like and i think a lot of people also fuck up because like they're afraid to go home like if shit i see if shit hit the fan out here shit hit the fan at home and i was living out sell a car move back in with my mom does not make me a failure yeah does not mean well i had kind of
0: a- i had kind of set myself like every bad thing that happens you want to set yourself a target You want to learn from it So my thing was I don't want to have to move home I don't want to have to sell my car And I don't want to have to ask for money And that was the three things I wanted to prove to myself Once and for all That if everything hit If the shit hit the fan And everything went to pot Not like COVID hit the pot How long could I survive? And probably could have survived I probably could have survived a year very comfortably My issue was and hands up and I'll tell the truth I thought we would have been back in the clubs by June And I fucking didn't curb my spending That's the truth See, you see when I had that time off in March and April and May That was You're online really That was online shopping time, Tony
1: Yeah, no, I had money in that so It went fucking clean up, it went sky high uh,
0: And I thought, you know what, we'll be back We'll be back It'll be class, we'll be back And I was buying everything Like everything subscriptions to everything subscriptions to fucking disney plus the whole everything i know it all like sounds but we thought we'd be back and i had all this play money and i was just no you're disney at, plus man um yeah yeah
1: just Still a, got a you marvel fan
0: yeah like marvel yeah but um disney plus was espn they put on the 30 from 30 documentaries the sports documentaries and i love them um oh, i haven't seen that at all their class so yeah I, I, I didn't curb my spending then when I realised this shit got real I curbed it a bit and then you're looking at it going I burned through about 5 grand in 3 months there and I shouldn't have done that and then yeah. you're like oh, and then it got to a point where you're like you know what it's time to just bite the bullet and suck up the bit of the pride and get into doing a bit of real work um, because there's you know, you're putting your life you're putting your you're putting your future you know. in the hands of other people, so you got to take a wee bit of control back in. Um, and I did that, and you know, I'm kind of happy I did, and it's lear- it's taught me a lot. Um,
1: Grateful teaches you more different different avenues, different yeah. different, different people too. You and it know? made me
0: it made me start my coffee company. That's the other thing yeah. it did. It made me. There's a lot of ideas I have that I put in the back burner, and that made me go, you know what? Why why hold back? Just go and do it. Um, yeah, but yeah, man. all know the last 18 months has been living hell for all anybody in the music and the arts and the creative sectors. It's been tough. It's been tough for everybody. Um,
1: no, it's been tougher for certain people in my opinion. The nightclubs like, open now on Sunday. Compare your journey to mine there. It's a lot harder though. But
0: yours, the difference with yours is um, people knew they need health and fitness. They know they need it. People don't actually realise they needed music. Like, they didn't fucking... People didn't... like. That's the one thing I hope comes from this That people start to value live music Like We talk about it like boys like Neil Collins We talk about different live music people People should celebrate the fact And don't take it for granted That there's a guy playing a guitar in the corner No Don't take it for granted That they can go out and have a good time Don't say oh we had a great night last night Fucking cocktails were classed The pints of Guinness were deadly The music was good Don't just take that for granted There's music there There's an actual living human being doing that you know, and I think hopefully the one thing from COVID, people have put a value onto that. And they're going, yeah, it's so good that live music's back. And just t- instead of taking it for granted. But that's what I hope anyway, I It'll probably be the opposite of that. Because <laughs> I heard open a weekend in Donegal when the nightclubs opened. They've just fucking killed each other. Like killed each other on it. Like the fights were meant to be all over Ireland actually. From when I hear the fights in the nightclubs in the south were outrageous. But that's also people can't handle their drink anymore
1: it's the drink and they're going
0: absolutely berserk last question tony
1: go how do you know
0: if you've reached maximum muscle potential
1: if you've been training for 12 years probably strict as fuck and haven't missed a meal or anything do you think that long i think 10 years minimum kneeling everything variables training nutrition stress i honestly believe at least 78 like i'd say yeah
0: I, I would have said seven
1: like there's no way that you like because there is it, it also depends like do you think you've do you think so you've nearly had it hard to know that. like i honestly it's so tricky to call it's it's one of the things where it is a wee bit difficult like it is a wee bit it's hot it's just so each year with the fat. like i put on quite a large amount of fat so i also give the appearance i'm a lot larger muscle mass than i am yeah so i think it's one i think it's one of them things where if you think you've hit it i would say you're still quite short my opinion until you're like if you're if you've been training say from 17 yeah i honestly believe don't count your first two years of training because they're wank you're learning movements you're learning movement patterns even count the first year and then do seven years plus so like by the time you're 25 and the thing is over time you learn to train smarter you, you eat better you learn more about your nutrition your stress your sleep I just don't know Like, if, if, I would say see if you're saying this because you're trained by yourself the first thing I would also say is like who's been coaching you like how optimal have things been so for like me i thought i was kneeling things like with my old coaches and lock yeah. and then i went to joe and i was like sweet mother of christ yeah there's so many other variables i haven't been kneeling like he would be like you know you need four different protein sources they have five different carb sources, four different four four to five different fruit eight different veg joe and i'm not getting the veg right here before anybody asks i haven't a lot but the thing is a uh, it's and then five different healthy fats day, and then you're like five different healthy fats right so we've got fish we've got nuts we've got avocado we've got joe like dark chocolate and you're sort of going right? Away. i think it's that sort of yeah that sort of it's it's just challenges you that we. there's a level
0: there's uh, a level people think they've hit yeah. the level and then it's like anybody that I've ever sent to you to get coaching, and these are like yeah. some like the my mutual friend who you're coaching at the moment, and I sent to you, and he knows his stuff. Like he's very he's a fucking well trained fella, Tune in. Tune and then in. he's tuned but in. He's also- and, and then when you he coach you, he's like holy fuck. He just texts me. He goes holy fuck, lad. He goes, he, you know, you're telling stuff to him that is so simple when you talk about it, but just people don't realize that these small increments is the reason is the difference between someone in insane shape than someone in good shape
1: prime example it's just like this it's like the spit joe gave me i've actually gave to this person I've, I've shown you it as well it's practically a dealt on prioritization block and yeah. what it does is it adds sets every week i would never have learned that if i hadn't went to my coach and that is an optimal way to grow them two muscle parts so the thing is that's where like i would have been like i'm definitely reaching my natural peak Joe hits me that split and all of a sudden my Delts and Arms growing and I go, Well, right, well, what else have I been missing here? Yeah. And you, you start to realize there is wee gaps in your training program because if, if people be like, I push, pull legs up or lower, nobody's gonna give me. And then I turn around and handed him three days of delts and arms and two, one full body push, one full body pull. So he's doing about eight sets for legs a week, if even, and everything else is not upper. And you're sort of going, How is this normal? Well and then yeah even my split at the minute is upper lower upper upper delts and arms like you never get that nobody would like i would never program for a client until i've got that and now i'm like fuck that's actually a really different way to do things it gives me more upper volume and it's it's that sort of thing of i think until you're coached by some of the top people in the game it it takes so long to naturally gain muscle that it's it's one of them things where i think there's always more to give and i hate like depending on your natural potential obviously will depend how much you go but i feel like until you're around the size of and this is me being honest I'm trying to think of a good example like until you're probably around the size of like somebody like you know like matt does fitness yeah on on youtube like a wee bit small not but like around that sort uh, of shit Do you know where you're not shredded and he's about 30 isn't he Oh, it's more than that, probably. He said, "Well, yeah, well, he's had two careers, so he's bound to be over There's, there's obviously an argument for it to say that he's not. Imagine not that man,
0: Imagine that man being your English teacher
1: that's what i mean yeah but that's what i yeah, oh. no, mean though prime example like he's yeah. 33 been training not kneeling food religiously but like neil's is training trains hard and he's really strong but like i think that like, that's a really good goal of what like yeah fair enough not everybody could look like but that's sort of like do you know why he's not like grainy looking he looks soft like that's
0: yeah sort yeah. of how
1: you know i feel like that like that after like 10 years left and is probably like, like rob like, left the most yes like that's a prime example of funny yeah. that's like at their adam gollard like yeah, yeah. Or these color. are all prime examples yeah. you, you can tell them boys are natural because like they look great and they look like fitness models but they don't have that like bodybuilder massive look so I think it's that uh, like but it's also I think
0: people 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 like to say they've reached muscle potential because then it gives them the 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 kind of golden ticket to start pinning themselves
1: pinning or go oh well that's all i'm gonna get i may as well ease off here but i honestly believe like majority of people get nowhere near because they don't nail every variable and that's fine like you can't nail every variable i think that's why a lot of people go towards the gear because they're not willing to dedicate themselves to every little aspect so if they do fucking pin they're going to get more than they would get with less of the work and that's why most people go towards it in my opinion like whenever i have conversations with pro bodybuilders they're just like they're not anywhere near strict as the natural boys and yet yeah. they're getting more from it because they're, they're they're not in the game anymore they're in a different league because of their 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 hormones so i just feel like the answer for me would be until i see a photo of somebody and go right he's absolute fucking monster i'd be like no i'm nowhere near because i would have said the exact same thing like three or four years ago and like if you look at me now i to them i'm a different person yeah uh,
0: as you said you know like i remember that back Ocean. in the, i remember back in the day when push pull legs started to become popular, like all it the big is. all the, no. But when it started just to become popular, all the big bodybuilders were like that. so That's not enough fucking, not enough volume. That's not enough volume. You need to be. Yeah, you need to. With, you yeah, need yeah. to spend a, You need to spend a day hitting arms. Remember they, they were everybody was doing the bro split, back yeah. and buys and all that there. Um, and then people were like push pull legs was just a cop out for for average gym goers, and then upper lower splits. Was was what the the heavy duty boys did, and then the boys that did the three day full bodies was no, that's not enough, not enough volume. There's di- it's just different ways to do things. It doesn't you no know, nothing you no. Know. I don't know. It's, there's if you if you were uh, say a Mike Meltzer fan who does stu- stupidly high volume, you'd probably hate another fucking coach's plan because you would be like that's
1: why you need that's why you need different coaches because or yeah. at least a coach like i never program i actually purposely do like a medium volume block a high volume block and then always a low volume block and see what way people respond and see usually this is me being honest 90 percent of people will respond really well to most things yeah and the, whatever they like best is usually easier like i had a client on and he fucking hated high volume. It yeah. grew really well off it. So I was like, look, let's run this for a while. After a while, he was like, I fucking hate it. And I was like, right, let's swap over this. It doesn't mean one way is right or one way is wrong. Yeah. You have to be, you have to mix and match. And the problem is, too many people get set in their ways just because what worked for them. See if low volume work for you does not mean it'll work for everybody. Just because high volume work for you does not mean it'll work for everybody. It could break somebody's fucking arm. So I think it's, I like a mix because it keeps things fresh. Yeah. I mean, if I'm just doing sets upon sets, it burns me out. See if I'm just doing two sets and a hack for life, I burned out because they're so fucking intense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So a mix is always best, in my opinion. And you probably haven't reached your natural potential because I know very few that have under the age of 30, probably. You know Myself and yourself? Does. That's pretty much it, yeah. But it, right, that's a... Oh, Peaks, it is? Peak, uh, hey see
0: what we're doing. Peaks yeah. on a Friday, right? We're going to wrap it up here, guys. Keep interview, and reviewing. There's, we got another review. Um, wait, I'm going to oh, read her. going to read to
1: It's read a good one. a bedtime story, voice. Um who's it from
0: talked to it anyway. they used a fake name I think
1: oh, fuck off was it you then it no me. no
0: we can't we've already left we were the first two to leave it ourselves reviews <laughs>
1: oh well there you go
0: I don't I don't uh, it was
1: what number are we on well, anyway, she, she, no actually no uh,
0: 84 maybe this will be Shauna Rogan maybe she's not a fake name sorry Shauna uh, love listening to these two legends plenty of knowledge to share and the crack to be had never a dull moment never miss a monday
1: there you go that sounds real and thank you very much
0: that sounds real that's that
1: beat tony's bullshit monday (laughs) that's a
0: real listener um
1: i i would say that is
0: yeah guys thanks for always tuning in and yeah see you next monday tony's still gonna be in dubai go on to his tiktok you'll learn something and (laughs) Ha. we're we going to start a new will. hashtag cancel tony let's start trying to get that trend on.
1: right let's give that a word get him off we'll TikTok. talk all right cheerio yeah, good luck bye